Hey guys, my name is Brett Ferguson. I'm a current student at the University of South Carolina where I'll be graduating in May 2020. Welcome to episode 19 of the Struggle to Sovereignty podcast. Can you guys believe it? It's already 19 episodes into what we've got going on here. It blows, blows my mind. Before we talk about episode 19 though, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the episode 18 response. It was really interesting to have an individual like Blake Eason on. Before the podcast, I did not know Blake from Adam's house cat. Like, I just didn't know who he was. But through a relationship on my team and being able to leverage that, meet Blake, and then now develop a friendship, not, not just a relationship through the podcast, an actual friendship. A guest that texts me after the podcast and tells me, Oh man, that was incredible. Oh man, this is what I'm going through. Oh man, hey, if you have any like if you have any advice to give me for this, that is a person I want to be around. That's a person I can ask questions to in order to be better. Blake is an incredible individual with this notion of constantly improving and going out and understanding the path and going out and achieving his goal. Blake is an incredible individual and having him on the struggle to sovereignty was un believable. So Blake, if you're listening to this man, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of our community and going forward. I can't wait to continue to develop a friendship and eventually get you back on the struggle to sovereignty like we stated. So let's talk a little bit about episode 19. So episode 19 is a really, really special addition to me, especially. So we have two of my dear friends here that have been on this journey for the struggle to sovereignty with me. They've been able to help articulate everything that has gone on from the Instagram to podcast leads to posting the podcast to figuring out verbiage for what we're like just to help to set up the episode they've been so so unbelievably helpful and I am so thankful for them and what a better fitting topic to talk about than Thanksgiving so in episode 19 I am bringing on Ryan Hibison and Melissa Mazza to the Struggle to Sovereignty podcast. Ryan, Melissa, what's going on, guys? Not much, you know, just uh, making my way through the day of classes. Yeah. Yeah, Melissa, what about you? Finishing out the semester. Yeah. it's That's a little tough, right? Yeah. <laughs> the ending's always hard. I've always realized that with, uh, with school. It's always the end of the semester that you're just sitting there, you're like, wow, I'm really tired of this, right? But yeah. you push through anyways because you got to, right? You got to get that grade. You got to get that transcript. That's and why we're here. Get yeah. that piece of paper, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to get that piece of paper. So tell everybody a little bit about you, what you do for the struggle to sovereignty, and just how we've developed a relationship and how you guys developed a relationship. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm Ryan, for those of you who can't tell the sound of my voice. <laughs> um, I work mostly in podcast development. Um, I source a lot of hosts, which is just a lot of reaching out across social media um, and talking to people that might want to be on. Um, and really just seeing who we can get on. Um, and that's that's pretty much most of what I do mm-hmm. for the podcast. Yeah. What about you, Melissa? Well, so I am in charge of social media and all of the motivational Mondays and just coordinating when y'all post and stuff like that. Yep. And then Ryan and I met Journalism 101. We did, way back freshman year. Freshman year. I heard someone say they were from Atlanta, and I immediately like had an antenna go out and said, wait, where? Um, and he's the reason that I'm here. Yeah. Is he re- and, you know, let's talk a little bit about that story really quick. So yeah. originally when the struggle to sovereignty started, it just started off with me. Um, I started doing blog posts on Instagram 
and I started reaching out to the guys in my um, in SIGUP that I was you know I was close with and I was like hey guys I have this idea um, I I've been working on it for the past few months I've been doing these blog posts I'm really wanting to make a podcast out of it though I think podcasting is a really interesting medium that we can get into I reached out to a couple guys immediately I got a text back from Ryan and Jack Taylor so Jack unfortunately couldn't be with us today he's at work right now but with Ryan I automatically knew, just knowing the stature and the work ethic that Ryan and Jack had, that I wanted them on my team. Uh, so we worked it out. And then from there, Ryan met you. So you knew Melissa from journalism. How did you guys yeah. keep in touch? We actually had a couple classes together. Oh, um, yeah. Like we had, like, Journalism 201, Yeah, I we think. had Principles of Public Relations together. Principles yeah. of Public Relations. Um, and we, we actually just, like, saw each other around The J School is pretty small. Like, okay. it's... There's a little over, I think, 2,000 students there, so it's easy to just, like, run and pass. And then we're yeah. also from, like, rival high school areas, so yeah. okay. that's another. Yeah, so it makes it easy to kind of have that relationship because you know, like, it, you're you're familiar with the same things, right? Yeah. So it's, like, exactly. being familiar uh, breeds that kind of, like, interconnectivity where it's, like, I know what you've done. Like, I know yeah. what you've done, right? So it's one of those things. Yeah. And then Ryan reached out to me because I was saying, man, I can't do this social media thing anymore. I suck at this. Uh, I need somebody to help me that actually knows what they're doing. And, of course, that led to Melissa coming on the team. So, Melissa, since you've been on the team, right, you've developed that relationship with Ryan first, what has it been like for you coming into, especially, too, with an all-guys team, right? You're the only woman on the team. What's that like for you to kind of come into a role where that's, like, a little bit more intense and tough? Um, so I was a little intimidated at first, Okay. just going to be totally honest, but then I knew Ryan's character and I was like, I'll be fine, I'll figure it out. And I think because I was able to connect with Ryan and Jack on having the journalism background yep. with classes and other and my other internships, I was able to bring that knowledge. And then by looking at my resume, y'all could see I actually knew what I was talking about and that kind of like built that trust. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a lot of what it's been too, is just trusting each other. It's like trusting each other that we're doing our jobs and whenever we're not doing our jobs, it's reaching out to somebody and being like, hey, I don't think that, you know, I think we could be better about this. I think that Ryan, I think that Jack, I think that Melissa could be better about this. Okay, that's not a personal attack. And and a means it's something that you don't realize that you just have to get better about, right? Um, Yeah. So with the podcast, right, I wanted to, before we jump into the topic for this week, I want to talk a little bit about what it is meant to you to be a part of this, right? You know, this started as a simple idea whenever I was in my bedroom, you know, it just, just, and, and that's as, guys, and that's as simple as it takes. It starts out with an idea and it builds into something. What is it meant to you to be a part of this community? Um, it's really meant, it's meant a lot to me over the past, what, six months that we've, we've had this going, because yeah. um, I've been able to get, get a message out there that, that you started. Um, but that me and Jack and then Melissa were able to hop onto and really, really push that message out. And it's, it's just been a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's, it's been really nice to be able to help people, um, help a lot of people actually more than I ever thought we would reach. Same. Um, way more than I ever thought we would reach. It's been really cool to be able to talk to those people and, um, and just help them through whatever they have going on by sure. telling a, a, telling our stories. Sure. What about you, Melissa? So I obviously don't have that much in terms of, like, the development, but being able to promote it has been a really cool opportunity and, like, listening back through them once they get released. That's, like, my Monday night activity. And, or I guess, yeah, Monday night activity. And 
So listening, I get I get inspired, and then I like shared on my social media, and then I've had my friends reach out. And then on a professional standpoint, it's allowed me to become more creative and yeah. like develop those skills that obviously certain organizations probably don't allow just based yeah. on guidelines. Yeah, I think that's a lot too. I, I I blur the guidelines for you guys for a reason because I want to be a leader that allows you guys to be able to go out and perform your duties by what you want to do. I'm not going to micromanage you. That's not that's not why I'm here. That's not the reason why I started. I, if I would have started this to micromanage somebody, I would have gotten a job at Verizon, you know, do, just just telling people, hey, you got to sell those phones. Hey, you got to, like, I could have, but there's a reason why I started this specifically because these ideals not only do I have to transmit on the podcast, but throughout being a leader in this, I have to transmit with the way I am a leader. So working, like, doing things that you guys sometimes don't even know I'm doing but like I just constantly have this book like if, and everybody you probably see it in the Instagram posts but I have a book that I bring and this is like my bible um I write every pre-episode all that in there and so we can just get our ideas in place and also goals goals of our team what we're looking to do what we're looking to do for for example next season we're already planning for that so looking into what we're going to do for next season planning for the future and you know working around everybody's schedule to be like all right hey listen i know this isn't a paying job i know we're not getting paid for this but that's okay like what way can we orchestrate our time in order to be the best possible team members that we possibly can be right what do you guys have to say about since you've been in this position, what have been some some of the issues and some of the hardships that you faced? Some of the issues and some of the hardships. Um, yeah. It was definitely being in from the beginning or from the near beginning was was tough because it was really small. Yeah. And we really had no idea what we were doing. Um, and while it was fun, it was also really difficult figuring yeah. out how to just get everything started. I mean, it was so overwhelming when you brought me and Jack in. I yeah. mean, we had the podcast. We had social media uh the website all the, all sorts of things going blog on all at the same time yeah and i think that too was us trying to fit a bunch into a little time frame like we were like yeah. oh we're into this let's do this thing like hell yeah yeah and then all of a sudden we're like wait a second this takes a lot longer than i thought right yeah. and all of us are go-getters on the team there's a reason why i have each and every single one you all go you all are go-getters you all go out and get it but being able to step back and be like all right this is our goal. Let's focus on this goal before we jump into the next one, right? So for this season, it's like, all right, establishing the USC audience, right? Establishing a broad base of people that enjoy our content in order to bring in the most possible bang for our buck that we can, right? Then from there, going forward and putting it into more implementation, right? Melissa, you joined at a different time. You joined like a little bit later. What has it been like for you? And what, what has been the hardest part of kind of what your job has been? So y'all had pretty much all the kinks worked out from the best of my knowledge because I started in like September, yeah. I think. But the most difficult thing for me personally was how do I contribute to this type of brand? Yeah. I've done sports. I've done like entertainment. I've done nonprofit. I've done higher ed. But this was just something working with such a masculine motivational brand which I know that it was trying to reach out like reach out a little bit but it was a struggle for me because I like am learning about all the influencers yeah. that y'all look up to and just stuff like that it's been totally out of my comfort zone which yeah. is really good but it was definitely overwhelming yeah. it's still sometimes a little overwhelming uh, yeah and, and, it, and it should be if you care about it I think anything anything you care about should be a little overwhelming because there's a lot of work to go into it in order to achieve that goal right so the more uh, the more it is like in itself it's like 
okay, yes, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of shit going on. Yes, we might fail at some things, but at the end of the day, it's like we're looking at the end product. We're like, wow, this is what we've been able to produce. That's incredible, right? Yeah. Being able to have people that reach out. You know, uh, we had, um, for example, so one of my best friends, her name's Maddie. Uh, Maddie does our graphic design on the podcast. And I posted something on my actual Instagram just talking about it was like a you know it was a tearjerker dude it was the old picture of me running the ball with my quarterback from high school I saw it and I was just like damn that was four or five years or four years ago now like that was like running the ball was four years ago that was my senior year like going into playoffs looking back at that I was just like wow I look now and what my coaches were saying then was hey Brad appreciate the moment appreciate this moment because you'll never be able to get it again and I remember coach Susie saying that to me at their last playoff game he's like appreciate this moment because you'll never be able to get it again then going to the future my issues with concussions in college football I thought that was what my next four years were going to entail completely different now I'm sitting behind a mic at USC talking to people right never thought that would end up to be this but I had this motivation to post this post and a really good friend of mine, Maddie Anderson, her father reached out to me, and he said this to me. He said, whatever we do in life echoes in eternity. That, ooh, yeah. That's intense. That's intense. Nice. And her dad reached out to me. So the fact that, first off, we reached that generation with what stuff we're doing, right? So with the motivational thing, even though it's not technically a part of the struggle of sovereignty, like what that post was, it still was because that's our brand. That's, yeah. that's who we are, right? What is your opinion on that quote, right? What you do now echoes in your brand and your eternity of who Ryan Hibbison is as a person. What does that mean to you? I mean, I think he's completely right. You know, it doesn't matter if you're remembered by millions or if you're remembered by one person, you're still remembered. Um, and whatever you do with your life, people are going to remember that. And and you want your legacy, I would hope that you would want your legacy to be one that's that people enjoy remembering. Right. Um, I know that's what I'm trying to do, and I'm sure that's what... Um, most of us are trying to do, yeah. but um, I think, yeah, I think that's definitely true. I think that's a good mantra to live by. Right, right. What do you think, Melissa? I totally agree. I think that a lot of the times we look forward, and I know I'm guilty of that. That's been the theme of the semester for me, but, like, looking at a moment and, like, a person is going to remember you by a moment. They sure. won't necessarily sometimes they'll remember you by habits, but there will be a moment that will stick out to them. Mm -hmm. And so that will, that leaves a lasting impression, whether that's your first impression or later down the road. And that will kind of keep your personal brand in yeah. their mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's important too. What you just said is the moment, right? Each and every single second you have an interaction with somebody. I, I can't remember the statistics on it, but it was like, whenever you meet somebody within the first five seconds, that's how they view you. Right. So it's like if you come in with a sulky attitude, a shit posture, a terrible attitude. Right. You come in with those things. That's how somebody's going to remember you. That plain and simple. It doesn't matter if you're having the best day of your life, if you're having a good day. If you meet somebody, that's how they're going to remember you, no matter if that's your actual character, if that's just how you were that day. Right. Again, I think that echoes into eternity for that person's mindset on you. Right. Yeah. And I think something that we can do is be grateful and thankful that that's the case because then okay what's the solution in order to have myself put into everybody's eyes where you know i am a hard worker i am this i am happy yes i'm a little intense and that's okay like i, I like 
I was raised to be intense. I like I playing sports mind. I was raised to be intense. But that's me, right? I'm not afraid of that. What does that mean to you guys for being thankful for those opportunities and being able to like give yourself over to somebody else and truly let somebody show who Ryan Hibison is or like let yourself show who you are? Yeah. Um I mean, the way I can relate it to that is just like you were saying through sports. Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up playing pretty much every sport that every kid in America plays, soccer, baseball, right. all those. Um, I never played football, though. Never played football? Uh, no, my mom wouldn't let me play Brian, football. Brian, you're jacked. Why didn't you play football, I wasn't dude? jacked before. <laughs> um, I was like 145 when I was a freshman here. That's, hell yeah, dude. That's... Um, well, then I met Mitch Tanner. Yeah, then you met Mitch Tanner, and then it was over. He changed my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of which... Yeah, I actually trusted Mitch a lot. I knew nothing about working out. Um, and then I talked to Mitch, and he helped me a lot with that. And it ties back to all the coaches and all the, the really impactful teachers I've had in my life. When you when you give yourself over to someone like that, you're really trusting them. Yeah. Um, and it always seems to be the ones you give yourself over to do a good job. Yeah. Um, and I, I do have to say I'm definitely thankful for that. I've had a lot of really, really great influences in my life um, that have shaped me into who I am today, and I'm sure that I'll have many more that will keep shaping me as I right. uh, as I continue to go through. Yeah, I love that, man. What about you, Melissa? So college, at least for me, has been a very like transformative time. I was very, very quiet in high school, and so college was my time where I was like, I need to look towards the future, and so it's... Um, with every seven seconds so if that's going into an interview if that's networking if that's just meeting friends I mean we all went through recruitment I know mine was very different than y'all's but <laughs> a little bit <laughs> um, but even then you're meeting new people right. is the whole principle right. to see if that can be your new friend group and so how you make them feel is that shapes kind of what your friend group looks like in college right. and then professionally and like getting involved in organizations, that organization outside of Greek life has that time for the impression. And if it's not good, you don't join it. Right. And in terms of professionally, I even was in an interview and they asked me about the podcast and more detail about it, which that was a middle-aged gentleman who was asking about it. So especially in that, like I know at least in the journalism school, they throw a lot of networking at you. They want you to be able to have those internships to get jobs so if you don't make that good first impression it's hard to be able to move on after college yeah yeah no and and those impressions too you have to be thankful for right and i like as this is our thanksgiving episode i kind of want to tie in like giving thanks for things so like you're whenever you meet somebody and you're thankful for the opportunity to meet them right what what does the relationship mean to you and how are you thankful for it? And what do you do to show that you're thankful for it? Um, I, I'm thankful for the ways that they, whoever it may be, I'm thankful for the ways that they um, change my outlook on life, I think. Because a lot of people, as you're growing up, or as all of us are, are growing up, we, we can sometimes get into a bad place or a, or a not as good place. Um, and meeting those people that, that show you how to look at life in a good way, yeah. I'm really thankful for that because those people are the ones that make life worth living, truly. Um, and it's almost hard to think of a way to show thanks for something like that, but I think really the only thing we can do is to um, 
is to really just show them the same emotion that they showed you, show it right back. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that I think that's a good way to do it. 100%. What do you think, Melissa? I show thanks through compassion a lot. So I my friends will frequently get a sappy text message saying, hey, like, I thought of you when I saw this, and I'm really grateful for your friendship. And, or I will write them notes. That's one of my things. So I think just constantly reminding them, obviously not to the point where they're like, okay, we get it, but right. and like making sure it's spaced out enough so that like if they're having a rough day or something like that, just reminding them because then that can get them out of that negative headspace, but mm -hmm. also bring y'all closer. Yeah. So I am the first one to call my friends out if they are in a weird mental space and obviously don't push them, but try to figure out what I can do to make their time a little bit easier. And so that's just coming from a place of compassion and trying to help them be better. Yeah, too. yeah, so I think that's, that's important. I think it's important to show thanks, like you said, you're thankful for the friendships and the relationships, but you're also thankful for what you receive from them too and what you mm -hmm. give to them. So you're thankful, you're thankful that you're the type of person, okay, I'm the type of person that I'll send a text message, right? I'll send a text message, just, hey, guys, wanted to say, you guys are kicking ass. Thank you. I'm so thankful for you guys to do this. Like, thank you for that. Like, I'm, you guys are incredible. Then I received that on the same back. Hey, Brett, I'm thankful for that you brought me into this community, and I want to show you how I'm thankful by doing my job to the best of my ability, right? I think that's important because it's not even, it's not even just the verbiage, I'm yeah. thankful for you. It's the action of, okay, they said, I need to do this. Not only am I going to do that, I'm going to kick that motherfucker down, and I'm going to go out and achieve it more, right? I'm going to be thankful for it, but also go out and just be better, right? And then you're thankful for that opportunity because you are better, right? We talked a little bit about in the pre-interview what role being thankful and being grateful plays in your life. Yes, that might be relationships, and we discussed that a little bit already, but what is that quality mean to you right the quality of being thankful um and you can break that down however you want but yeah but what does that quality mean to you right um i i think being thankful is kind of like how melissa was talking about compassion earlier it's it's similar to compassion i think it's it's a basic not just human but it's a basic animal instinct um i mean you'll see it in every every animal I, I can think of at least that yeah. they show thanks to yeah. uh, the same species that they're close with yeah. and, and I think that that shows that it's an important part of life mm -hmm. and it's like too if you look at like a pack of lions like you were saying yeah. like any animal okay, you look at a pack of lions why, why don't they go out alone because they're a pack first off right? they're a pack the lioness or the pride hunter, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, so, for example, like a lioness goes out and hunts. They bring back a meal for their kids. In a way, that is giving thanks for being able to bring that back to their children in order to eat. They have to be nourished. They have to be strong. They have to be healthy. If they weren't thankful that they were able to kill that or they were able to go out and hunt that species and bring it back to their kids, why would they bring it back to their kids, right? Like, if they weren't yeah. thankful for them... If they, if they didn't give a crap about the, if they didn't give a crap about their cubs, why would they bring it back? It just doesn't make sense, right? Because if they didn't, if they weren't thankful for them and they didn't care about them, why would they do that? Yeah, 
you know? Exactly. Like, like you were saying, like, and, and even though that's like a mis, like, even though that's kind of an off the beaten pathway, but it's like, it's a way to kind of understand it. It's like, okay, even like that, that, as simple as that is, they're thankful for their children and they're thankful for their, their young and they're thankful in order to breed them. What do you think, Melissa, about being thankful as like a quality, not necessarily just a, a role or an action? I definitely think it's instinct because like y'all just said, but I think it's something that you really notice when someone doesn't have. Mm -hmm. So it's very obvious when they do and very obvious when they don't. And when they don't, it's definitely a turn off, like in a relationship with them. Um, But then when they do, it's really looked at as being extraordinary is what I've noticed. So even if it's a really small action, it's just that instinct to do to like perform that action that mm-hmm. goes really far mm-hmm. and that's important too was since i've been at sornex something that each time and every time for example when they sat me down they gave me my job offer um something that they said to me they were like brett you came in every day you've kicked ass you've worked hard you deserve this um and if you didn't already know that you're gonna you had a spot on the team that that's kind of funny like that just shows the type of character that you have right because you weren't even expecting that just you were just kept working put your head down and it was just one day you're like this is going to work this is going to work out and they always said too they're like brett you always said how thankful for you were for the opportunity opportunity to do that right so the opportunity arose even though at night like tagging shirts i I said this with blake and i'll bring it back into this episode okay i was sitting there this hot box okay tagging t-shirts right People would look at that like, why the hell would you do that? That sucks. Like, it's hot in there. You got to print this. Whatever. Like, okay, I'm still thankful for that opportunity. Even though it might not be the most fun thing I've ever done, I'm thankful for it because what that's going to do has so many more, like, it has no bounds compared to what my mindset has, right? So the action that I appropriate has no bounds. But we as humans set those bounds on ourselves, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And self that constriction on us to where it's like, oh, I'm just printing T-shirts. No, the hell you're not. You're doing something that no one else would do. Be thankful for that. Be grateful that you you have the ability and the mindset in order to do something that somebody else won't, right? What does that mean to you guys doing something like somebody else won't, and why are you thankful for it? Yeah, um, I mean, I think that's a really good quality that not a whole lot of people have. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, there wouldn't be a whole lot of opportunities to do something that nobody else yeah. won't. Um, but I think it's a really important quality. And you, you, you look at the people who've achieved a lot in their life, whether that be money or fame or um, like Blake was talking about, just being healthy and happy. Mm-hmm. Those people that achieve that and that really achieve what they want out of life are the people that are going to do what other people won't. You like look back, like look back, ask. Yeah. You like Ryan Mickler had a post, um, he had a post this week and he was talking about like, just him because he had a bunch of people follow him and he had a bunch of people join his community and he pretty much was just like this is a little bit about me i I ran i bust tables i ran pizzas i worked construction i like and he just started naming off all these jobs that people don't want to do and then you look at ryan mickler now he has the order of man podcast that is one of the most famous podcasts on spotify apple apple podcast breaker whatever you want to have it on right he is one of the most famous podcasts in the world right but he looks back and he's grateful for those opportunities yeah right and i think i think those opportunities are important because they teach you 
how to work. Mm -hmm. Because the, they, the reason that people don't want to do those jobs, and I'll admit, I don't even want to do some of those jobs, sure. but if the opportunity arose, I would do them because those teach you how to work hard. Mm -hmm. And that's why people don't want to do them because a lot of people don't like to work hard. Right. A lot of people will settle for what's easy and they'll take whatever comes out of that. Yep. Live your life like people won't so you can live life like people don't. Exactly. Right? Like, I mean, it's, like I said that a couple of weeks, it's so true. Like, yeah. if you do the things that people don't, you can live like people won't, right? What do you think, Melissa? Yeah, so I've always been a big advocate in doing the jobs that people won't because they always open themselves to opportunity. Yep. And as much as it feels like you won't get noticed, you're always noticed. Yeah. Someone always will notice that you are either getting somewhere really early or doing the job that it's just not the most desirable it shows yeah. and when I was a camp counselor they always would talk about how like work harder when no one's watching because you never know mm -hmm. and so I think that is something that yeah a lot of people won't do but given the opportunity it can open up so many doors yeah. and become the dream job yeah. Speaking of dream job, Ryan, oh, I wanted yeah. to put Melissa to the side for a second while we talk about this, right? So, we have a person in here that just got an internship with Home Depot this week that we are so thankful to have. So thankful. So thankful. And I wanted to take a second out of this episode to talk about it. So, back a couple, what, what was it, a month ago when you texted me about... That was for a different opportunity. Sure. But, but with the same company. Okay. About a month ago, she texted me and said, hey, Brett, I am flying out today to go do this interview. I just need something to pick me up. I am nervous as hell. I'm, I'm all wacky about this whole thing, even though she has her shit lined up perfectly, more than I do, and she's asking me for advice, right? <laughs> yeah, so she has everything lined up, and she's saying, Brett, I just need something. And, and something in that text, and I'll pull it up right now. So, so pretty much what I was talking about in that text was I was just telling her, I was like, Melissa, if... If you think about it like, and I didn't say this in the text, but this is something that I can just compare it to. So if you think of a cook, right, all the ingredients that they have to put into a meal, right, they got onions, they got tomatoes, they got lettuce, they got whatever it may be, right, they have all these different ingredients, right, you have all those lined up, all you have to do is put them in. All you got to do is cook it at that point. All you got to do is wait for the time in order for it to be done. You have everything prepared. You have all your ducks in the line. Just put it in now. Just just make that transition to put it in now. And now, look, yeah. look. I mean, it's I'm serious. Crazy. Like, look, like you, you truly, like you had that. You had that idea of being able to, like, hey, I need help. I, I wanted to reach out. And then now, look, now I'm fucking <laughs> thankful that I sent that text message because it helped you in order to go out and do something that you want to do for the rest of your life. Yeah, it was. A crazy experience they told me in less than a business day about the acceptance which was insane I showed up I was very intimidated I was there on Friday and yeah. everyone around me was an econ or finance major mm -hmm. I'm a public relations major so I was like what am I getting myself into and then I sat down with the case study and said well I don't know what any of these numbers mean this is gonna be a good time but I was able to identify key things and I came with a lot of pages of notes. I don't know how many, but overkill. And I was able to just communicate what I found from the case study and like my previous experiences. Um, and like I said earlier, they wanted to know about the struggle of sovereignty. And um, then I walked out and was like, well, 
I'm not sure, but that's normally a good sign for me. Right. And then I got an email on Monday yep. that led to a phone call, and for the first time in a very long time, I was speechless. So, and then I accepted immediately. Yeah, it's like, yep, yeah. I'm, yep, I got <laughs> it. Yep, it. Yeah. Don't even, don't even take a second to think about it. I'm, I'm, I'm in. So you already locked me in. So, you know, yeah. it's one of those things. So, um, I just pulled up the text I sent her. So pretty much, uh, um, she just was like, hey, don't mean to be weird. Not weird. Um, just think what you say is inspiring. Da, da, da. I said, thank you so much for thinking of me. So this is what I said, guys. What works best for me going into a person or a professional situation like that is to be completely transparent. Transparent is what you can bring as an asset to the company, what you can be working to improve to them to be better, and where you can take them to be better. That's important. Taking them. Like, why you are an asset, where you're going to bring them, right? Not necessarily, oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. Cool. They don't give a shit. Like, they, they really don't care. How, like, if, you, if, yeah. you have, if you're successful, they're looking for what you can do to, for them to be successful. Then I went on to say, companies uh, look at employees as an asset that appreciate over time. Like, for example, as you are at Home Depot, what ways will you grow to make things better? Things of that nature. Finally, just be confident. You have everything in the world going for you. The drive, the passion, the work ethic. You have everything. Just be yourself and present it. And that's important for anybody coming out, too. That's a, I read that because that's important for anybody coming out and looking for an internship or looking for an opportunity like that. It's just, if you have everything... Okay. First off, figure out what everything entails. What you just say, you had a bunch of pages of notes on a case construction, right? Case study that they sent to you for a reason. They want to see what your preparation methods like first. Okay, if you're prepared, awesome. You have the preparation. Now just present it. Now just present it. The work ethic that you put in, the work, the time that you put in, do it. And then guess what? Now you're looking back you're like, damn, I'm thankful that I did all that because. You have yourself an opportunity with an amazing company. Yeah, Melissa, awesome. I know you have to go to class. Yes. Guys, Melissa has to run for us, but I wanted to make sure that we got that in before she Thank can go. You. So, Melissa, have a great time in class. Me and Ryan yes. are going to keep talking and just talk about some man stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. Have fun. Yeah. See ya. See ya. So, Ryan, now we got man time. All right. Let's talk All a little right. bit about being a man, right? All right. Being a man, especially too. And Brendan wants you to discuss this with us. Hey. Yeah. So, being a man right now, especially two at 21, it's a little tough, right? It's a little tough. Yeah. And and I wouldn't say it's tough by... I wouldn't say it's tough for everybody. I think it's tough for people that have a mindset to where if you look at somebody, for example, like Gunnery Sergeant Soto said, people are always on their phones whenever they're in class, not giving people attention, not staying pertinent to their information, right? As a man, especially in today's society right now, how can we give thanks? How can we be emotional, right? How can we actually be able to yeah. not have our ego sit in there and be like, you know what, I'm a man, I can take this shit, like, whatever. I can be I can be stoic, like, whatever. I can look at everything black and white. Yeah, that's great. And, like, I talk about that all the time. That's an important mindset to have. But being thankful for the relationships and the people that you've met, and even yeah. the hard times, even the tough times. Like, I haven't talked a lot about it on my podcast and, and on this podcast, right? I'll go into it after you're done, so I can let you talk for a second. But what, what what's your opinion on that? I mean, yeah, um, it, it definitely is an interesting time to be to be a young man growing up um, in the world we're in today. Um, and I think uh, it, whether it be through uh, social media, TV, whatever, whatever forced this kind of 
this kind of idea to be put in a society that men aren't supposed to show emotion. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Um, but it, it definitely made it tough for us growing yeah. up. I think, I think everyone in this room knows that. Um, and I think it's really important that we continue to show emotion, mm-hmm. um, especially thankfulness. Um, and being thankful because if, if you just sit there and, like you said, be stoic and don't show any emotion, people never know what you're feeling. And people knowing what you're feeling isn't a bad thing. No. I think a lot of people associate that with, with it being bad. Yeah. You don't want people to know what's going on inside your head, but I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing for people to know what's going on inside no. your head. And, and you have to show that thankfulness to show people you appreciate them. And if you don't, the world's it's not going to be a great place. No. For you or for the people around no. you. And two, going back to being thankful on the hard times that I've had growing up, right? Yeah. So, I've never talked about this on the podcast. Um, I'm only going to go so far into it because this has been something that I just personally, um, I, I don't feel like sharing uh, too much. Um, it's something that's been a personal battle, and I think exuberating it to this many people um, will have some feelings hurt. So, um, growing up, it was tough for me. Um, I had a, a beautiful family. I had a fantastic mom. I had a fantastic dad. I have an unbelievable stepmom, an unbelievable stepbrother, unbelievable stepsister, and unbelievable brother. But with that, you find yourself in family a lot, too. Um, you have a lot of issues, and I grew up with that. Um, I grew up with a divorced family, so I was spending time with my mom, spending time with my dad, spending time with my mom, spending time with my dad. And through that, and there's a lot more factors that went into it, but through that relationship and eventually to having some hardships that had me take a step away from some parts of my family growing up, um, not having that sector of my family growing up, um, not having somewhat of a support system on one side, not growing up. It was tough and it was really hard. But now I look at it and there's a young boy out there like Brett Ferguson. There's a young boy out there like Brendan Lewis. There's a young boy out there like Ryan Hibbison that's looking up. Even though you've been through a lot of shit. You could have been through, you, you know, you could grow up without a dad. You grow up without a mom. I'm so grateful I had both, right? Yeah. In, in, in its own way, shape, or form. But I'm so grateful I had both, right? Being able to relate with somebody that, you know, shit is hard, right? But at the end of the day, if you give thanks for those tough times, especially, too, when you didn't understand why those times are tough, now coming out of it, you're like, damn, I'm looking back, and I have a mindset about this that I've learned because yeah. other people haven't. I've been put through that situation to be better. What is your opinion on that? Through the tough times you've been through, and how, how have you been thankful for it? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I think... It, the, the tougher the time, the fewer the people to go through it. Yeah. Um, and the greater the lesson you learn from that time. Um, I mean, they're never easy lessons to learn. It wouldn't be a tough time if they were easy. Yeah. Um, and they're never fun, and they're never painless. But they're important lessons to learn. And you're right, they give you a different outlook on life that really changes how you live your life. And I think a lot of times the people that have been through the hardest times are the people that you should listen to the most because they've learned the most about life right. um, as anyone can and they can teach you a lot if you right. if you listen to them. 100%. You know, and, and I, I won't go too deep into that um, just as, as much as I want to, uh, 
but that'll have to be at a later date where I go into that. I, I'm just not comfortable right now with discussing um, some of those tough times we went through, but I, I wanted to let everybody know that it's there. You know, that's been a part of my life. Um, I've been through, I've been through a lot of shit growing up, but nowhere compared, nowhere compared to some others. Yeah. And I will never be able to understand some of the other mindsets and some of the other difficulties that other people have gone through. But then they have a different outlook that they can teach me. Right. Yeah. I think that's important to look at. Don't look at it in such like, okay, you had this, you had all this stuff going on when you're growing up. Ah, man, like, you know, you might not understand what I'm talking about. No, you don't understand what they're talking about. Yeah. I think that's important. And then especially too, like you can get even into politics and all that stuff. You can, you won't ever be able to understand what somebody else's mind is going on. You, I, I truly don't. But you can give thanks for that. The way that's the way they think. And you know, we can have a discussion to where I learn from that and grow from that. Right. Yeah. I think that's important. And I think kind of kind of going off that, just just really quickly is, be thankful for the opportunity to talk with people that disagree with you. Yeah. Because that's a that's a huge opportunity to learn and grow as a person. Um, and it. it it's not always easy. Sometimes it's really difficult to not get heated or, or overly passionate when you're talking with someone that whose views are opposite your own. But yeah. it's still really important to have that conversation, right? Because it may change your way of thinking. It may not, but you'll learn something from it, and you'll be able to empathize with an entirely new group of people. Absolutely, absolutely, man. So as you wrap up this episode, man, I wanted to real quick give a little shout out again like I did to Melissa uh, to somebody that they're not expecting it Brendan I want to talk about you for a second man so ever since I've been a part of the Garnet Media recording studio and Garnet Media group with USC I have had the opportunity to meet an individual named Brendan Lewis um, Brendan has been not only has he done his job to the utmost extent of what he's been able to do. He's pushed a barrier that I never thought would be able to happen. He's been here for every single episode. He's worked with me on recording times. He's worked with me. He's given me feedback. He's understood. He loves what we're doing here. And Brendan, without you even really knowing it, man, you have done so much for us, so much for us, that I can't thank you enough for everything that you've done. I tell my team all the time, I'm like, you guys, Yes, we're like yes, we're the team that gets publicized. Yes, we're this, but there are so many people behind the scenes that people don't know about. And like I talk about you um, with them all the time, where I'm just like, guys, shoot them a text, say thank you for what you've done because you have done it unwillingly and with an open heart each and every time, dude. Um, I can't even I can't say enough nice things about you, dude. Um, and so just. Thank you from the bottom of our heart here at Soul yeah. of Sovereignty. Thank you so much for everything that you do, brother. Because yeah. everything that you do, man, is it's gold. So I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I mean, you make it easy with your your commitment and your idea for your podcast. I think the sky's the limit for you guys. And just being committed to it, I mean, everything's gonna come with it. You right. know, it's only gonna build bigger. I mean, look, you're already on the twentieth episode. Yeah, like. Or almost. Yeah, That's almost. awesome. 20. That's incredible. 20. Yeah. I can't, I look back and I'm like, yeah. damn, dude, 20? Moving on to a new season. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't even think we'd have a, a, a season. I just thought we would make a couple episodes. Yeah, I like. I didn't know, even think, like, it, when we first started this thing out, I was. It was like, you know, the ball was in anybody's court yeah. when it started, but now yeah. it's it's done its own thing, right? And you've been so helpful for that because I, I don't. This thing that I have in front of me right here, this soundboard with all these knobs and shit, <laughs> if you handed this to me and said, hey, Brett, figure it out, I, I would 
I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be twisting shit and trying to... But you've been able to, man, like, you've done it effortlessly. You'd be like, oh, yeah, Brett. And then even whenever I wasn't here last week, whenever you were, not, whenever you weren't here last week, and you're like, hey, man, this is what you have to do for, or, no, it was two weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah two so weeks ago. Two weeks ago. He wasn't here for one of the episodes, so I sat there. I swear, guys, it took me 30 minutes to turn this thing on, and there's just two switches to turn it on. I could not find it, and I'm sitting there freaking, I'm like, Brendan, what do I do, dude? Calm, cool, and collected. Hey, bro, so on the back, there's this, there's this, there's this, turn this up to this, blah, blah, blah. Boom, thank you, ma'am, we're done. And that little information is so important because I couldn't do this. Like, I literally could not do this without you. So, Brendan, man, I, I wanted, I told them this. I wanted to take a second out of the episode just to say thanks, man. Like, yeah, man, really I appreciate do. it. Yeah. Thank you, too. Yeah. I mean, just, I, I love what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to get just so much better. And the new guests you bring on just get better and better each yeah. episode. And it's cool. And I think that's been something that's important yeah. with us is just keep getting better. Yeah. It's like bring better people on. Yep. Bring, bring, get better ideas in my head. Like talk about things that I haven't talked about before. Okay, what have I talked about before? Giving thanks. I think that's super important. And obviously yeah. too, it lines up with our Thanksgiving episode, right? Being thankful, being grateful. Um, so again, Brendan, dude, thank you. Thank yeah. you. So Ryan, Brennan, we're going to get this thing wrapped up so we can get everybody underway with the rest of their days as they have been listening to this. So, at the end of each episode, I say our mission statement, and our mission statement is as follows. This group is designed to be a constant, open communication between members to deal with issues that arise in everyday life. Whether it be fitness goals, personal goals, or life struggles, this podcast is designed to uplift all those involved. Dolcius X Asparis. Thank you guys so much.